uh, uh, hand praise. Come on up, Ben. Uh, he is dutifully serving in Zacatecas, Mexico, and and the Lord is using him and Deanna and his family and and all the wonderful people there wonderfully. And uh, but I don't want I can't tell his story as, as well as he can. We love you. Welcome, brother. I just know he's going to bring a great word for us in Jesus' name. Well, the word has already been preached. <laughs> well, I hope it'll just go go right with it, right? All right, here you go. I know you're ready. It's coming. Ken Bebe. All right, I know there's not a lot of new faces, right? Good radios. So it goes in this order. Cristo, Gloria, La Victoria. All right. ¿Quién vive? Cristo. ¿Y a su nombre? Gloria. ¿Y a sus hijos? Gloria. All right, here we go. One more time. ¿Quién vive? Cristo. ¿Y a su nombre? Gloria. ¿Y a sus hijos? Gloria. Yeah. Dios, hermanos. Well, it's just, uh, um, it's a, a blessing and honor and joy to be here this morning. Um, crazy. I'm just going to mention this real quick, how the Lord works in mysterious ways. Uh, we had thought we had bought concert tickets for uh, for King and Country uh, for San Antonio Friday. Uh, originally, it was for May, um, and then they changed it because the pandemic related. Um, they changed it to November, and all this time uh, we we had thought that we were going to a concert in San Antonio on Friday, November the fifth. <laughs> and Shalom kept telling me, he "said uh, Dad, it's it, it was for Friday, November the fifth." I'm like, "Oh, the email said the seventh, uh, Sunday the seventh. And I, you know, we were just, we've been a lot, really busy and never took time to actually open the email and print out the tickets. Sure enough, <laughs> the third party website sent us to uh, the Maybe Center. Um, so I was like, uh, Brother Steve, I was like, Pastor Cornell, um, this is crazy, but, um, we can actually make a visit this weekend. <laughs> so we got in at 2.30 in the morning yesterday and made it a good one in the nine hour haul back to Del Rio. Um, the Lord works in mysterious ways, right? So, yeah, give him a shout of praise. You know, it's for. I'm going to go to 1 John 4. I don't know if the children have already been dismissed or they're going to stay or praise the Lord. 1 John 4, 7. Operating, moving without fear. Amen. First John four seven four seventeen. So much uh, as Pastor Cornell was 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 mentioning this morning, and the Lord is just confirming what He wants to uh, say this morning. Um, so much uh, anxiety, um, so much uncertainty uh, in this world today. Amen. And just so many Christians today that that are just uh, bound to fear, you know, and 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 that's uh, that's a that's bondage. Amen. We're, we should be set free, amen, Jesus' name. But First John four seventeen encourages encourages us this way. And I'm going to be in the New King James. I'm going to read verse 17 and 18 this morning. In the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Perfect love is a person, people. God is love. It's Jesus. Amen? Amen. So if he's in inside of us, how can fear remain? Amen? I already said there can't be any condemnation, you know. 
There's a fear of torment. Torment. We've already been justified before Christ. He has given us peace with the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Gloria a Dios. How can that fellowship remain? Light with darkness? No. Love, uh, love, hate, etc., etc.? No. We should people be people at peace because the Prince of Peace has come to us. Amen. We should be full of bold love to get out of the boat and do the work of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Um, the word of fear is phobos, <laughs> which in the Greek is panic flight. <laughs> fear, the causing of fear or terror. As we know in the Old Testament, we, we, we learned from the beginning that the, 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 uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. That's what brought us to him. Amen. That fear of condemnation, that fear of hell, that fear of separation from God, that, that fear of judgment, and, and that submission to Him. Amen? That submission to Him that brought us to true, genuine repentance. Amen? That's good. Amen? Remember those folks in the Old Testament said, Moses, you talk to us because all this, this mountain exploding and these volcanoes and erupting and all these trumpets and all this stuff. <laughs> we, it just makes us fearful. Um, how about you just talk to us when he, he talks to you and you be the one to talk to us. Amen. <laughs> Brings us to holiness. Bring us to repentance. Repentance. Put us back and always in the place we need to be. The Holy Spirit should always continually be doing that in our lives. That reproof, that rec- correction. Amen. But this fear, this fear that's talking about in the Old Testament is, is different, right? Fear, terror, nervousness. We know that nervousness isn't good. We know that, uh, we're not supposed to worry for tomorrow. Amen. Hallelujah. Take care of itself. Hallelujah. Common phobias. I was looking up some interesting, uh, phobias out there. Common phobias, and I'm pretty sure you and I can identify with some of these. Spiders. I don't, that, those don't really bug me because it's just like, you just take them out easy. They're just small. Yeah. Or just, ominous. We got a lot of those in Zacatecas and the, uh, the cucarachas and the, the scorpions. Man, híjole. Uh, snakes. There, I'm gonna put my, my, raise my hand on that one for sure. <laughs> um, going out at night is a common one. That one I think people need to get over with because, uh, hello, um, is, doesn't Psalms 91 tell us not to be fearful of terror at night and all that good stuff? Uh, swimming. Got somebody here who will take care of you, Brother Charles. He'll take care of that for you. Amen. Uh, the Holy Spirit should take care of that for you. Uh, depths, heights. Another one that's common today now in 2021 is not having your cell phone. Being claustrophobic. Elevators. And here come some uncommon ones that have really long names that I'm not even going to try to, uh, to pronounce. Amen. Uh, peanut butter stuck in your mouth. Big crowds. I never heard of this one, the fear of money. I, I know the love of money is the root of all evil, but if the fear of, I guess people that aren't very good are uh, stewards of the, um, the color yellow. Uh, watch out for Brother Robert this morning. No. Brother Robert. <laughs> Hallelujah, brother. I think it's the whole light and darkness thing, or actually there's other things, thoughts come to my mind that I'm not going to mention here in the church, but hallelujah. Um, balloons. Clowns, I, that one, I, I think that would be more common, right? <laughs> uh, big words. This one's kind of oh, teenagers. <laughs> Someone said amen. <laughs> I've got teenagers. Uh, 
belly buttons, yarn, beards, hair, clothing, work, taking initiative, mirrors, and eating with others. But what happened uh, to us as Christians, right? Aren't we supposed to have the Prince of Peace? We really shouldn't be uh, um, in bondage to these things. Amen? It's kind of funny because I'll, I'll invite the teams to go to, to Mesa Palmira, which is a mountain, a mountain mission. Brother Steve, Charles, my family. Various of you that have been down there have been this place. Pastor Dell's been up there a couple of times. Amen. <laughs> it's a two and a half hour trek we do every other Saturday up the mountains and an hour of dirt road and um, supposedly drug, controlled by the drug cartel, but um, it's just one group and we have permission to go through there. But anyway, um, it's a great, great trip. Beautiful place. The Lord is working. We're establishing three missions further on. And I'm going to talk about that more in a minute. But um, it's funny because I'll invite the teams from Jerez, from the church in Jerez. We have a, a centralized church in Jerez, Zacatecas, a city of about 70,000 people. And then we uh, we work in these other places for establishing missions that are establishing their own missions. And I'll talk more about that in a minute. But it, it's funny because I'll invite people to go up to Mesa Palmira. And it's there, I mean, nothing's going on. There's no um, um, clashes in the cartel. There's no that kind of stuff going on, um, shootouts going on. But in, in Jerez, it's almost daily. I mean, I'll just give you flat out honest. Before I would come up here and I would tell you, everything is fine. And I can't really say that right now. Uh, it's fine for us because we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. It's fine for us because we're operating the spirit. I mean, we have a holy, uh, heavenly protection around us, a shield around us. <laughs> but if you're in the enemy's camp, you're doing the enemy's work. Um, it's not going to be fine for you, and it's very dangerous. Amen. But it's funny because I'll invite people in, in from the church, and they're like, oh, I'm afraid to go to Palmira. It's easier sometimes for me to recruit people from the United States internationally to go with me to those places than people right there in Jerez. I'm like, do you understand? You understand that it's more dangerous right now for us to go to cross the street at night and go to the supermarket here in Jerez than it is to go to Mesa Palmira? You need to get over that. Amen. Get over those fears and get in the spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo. Gloria a Dios. It's just kind of funny. I'm like, um, be realistic <laughs> right now. For a while, it was, it was bad. It was, uh, there was, um, there was gunshots. Almost every night this last year, uh, we just everyone stay in the rooms and don't get out. And hallelujah, bro. things are getting better. Continue to pray for us, amen. To continue to pray and just rebuke out, but continue binding and loosing and just um, declaring a uh, spiritual warfare. Uh, uh, take the battle to him, amen. We are not afraid of the wiles of the enemy, amen. We stand in authority in Jesus' name. We put on and we dress out in the full armor of God. You want victory in your life? Dress out in the full armor of God mentioned to you in Ephesians 6. Amen? And don't forget about the sword of the Spirit, that one piece of armor that's for offense. Amen? Hallelujah? Do all the other ones and don't jump the, the whole submit to God, resist the devil, the devil and he will flee from you. Don't, don't jump to step three. Amen? Make sure you do step one. So that perfect love that activates you in the spirit through the word uh, makes you bold and courageous, makes you strong and ready. Because the enemy also knows our weaknesses. Amen. And so um, if you're fooling around, <laughs> you're not serious. Really, you're not in a, operating in authority. He knows it. Amen. Who are you to rebuke me out when you're doing the same things? Amen. We'll talk about that in a minute. Hallelujah. I'm getting a little bit over here. So 
Um, but anyway, um, perfect love has already done what it's supposed to do, right? We're not, we're not in competition with the enemy. Amen. He's already lost the war. Amen. Each one of you have to fight. We have to fight individual battles and battlefields the Lord places us. Ours happens to be Jerez, Zacatecas, and beyond. Amen. Stillwater needs Christ. Amen. Uh, as we always say, those who are, I was a teacher for eight years, um, you know, uh, today we should be honoring the veterans and praying for the veterans. Make sure you do that. Amen. Encourage a veteran today. Or encourage somebody here in the church uh, that is uh, uh, currently enlisted. Amen. Hallelujah. Active military. Amen. But we're all in a spiritual battlefield. And I always said for me, I was like, hey, I, I did my eight years as a, as, a, as a high school teacher. That's another battlefield. Amen. That's a war in itself, uh, high school America. Amen. Hallelujah. I gave my eight years, I gave my two tours. Hallelujah. So, again, he says here in, in the word, love has been perfected among us. And then it says, those who fear have not been made perfect, not been perfected. And that, that can be all of us. Amen. If we're honest with ourselves, we still are nervous. We're operating fear in certain areas of our lives. We all need to be perfect, per, perfected by, by his love, by him. He's the one that can do it. Amen. Uh, the most important thing is that we don't, you know, we have boldness in the day of judgment, as he, as he says here. And as uh, was confirmed this morning, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Those of us who operate not in the flesh, but in the spirit, obviously. Amen. Praise the Lord that we have that peace that passes all understanding. If they take me out on the way to the, 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 uh, the drug cartel takes me out on the way to the, to the mountain, to the mission, that's because God allowed it. Amen. Because God had ordained that day before the foundation of this world, Satan obviously asked permission, like in Job, to to do so. And God said, okay. Hey, well, you know what? Jim Elliot, through Jim Elliot, what happened? His wife continued in multitudes. The chief came to Christ in the, that tribe in the Amazons. Hey, our God is a mysterious God. Amen? But praise the Lord that he was faithful. Jim Elliott was faithful. And the so many martyrs, amen, were faithful. They didn't operate in fear. They they understood uh, what consequences could come about. Amen. <laughs> they understood that we are living sacrifices. Hallelujah. Glory to Dios. So, if I want to be able to be effective, then I understand that God does send me to the camp to fight. But I shouldn't participate in, obviously, the works of the enemy. Amen. If I want to be effective, um, let's go to Ephesians real quick. Ephesians 5. If I want to be effective, then obviously I need to be prepared. Any soldier that goes to battle places his armor. Amen. Ephesians 5, 8, for it says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. Hallelujah. Remember those seven sons of Sheba? They kept using the name of Jesus to cast out demons and whatnot. 
And the demons are, hey, we know Paul, we know Peter, we don't know you. <laughs> Left them all uh, um, bruised and abused and naked and the whole thing, right? So, uh, you know, the whole the whole saying goes, well, right? Do as I say and not as I do. No, we know that doesn't work, right? <laughs> so if I'm going to go to the enemy's camp and in, in in, in authority and stake what, take what, what he's stolen... For me and for others, and obviously I need to go uh, to not and not participate in what the enemy is doing, right? <laughs> I'm not going to be effective if I'm doing the same thing the enemy is is coercing others to do, the works of darkness. Um, I'll give you a couple examples, like in my own life, I'll give you one. You know, the, the word is really clear that the enemy will appear as an angel of light, right? He doesn't always just show up like as a monster, like scaring people and, and Halloween and whatnot. Ah! Right. <laughs> he very clear. He dresses the angel light. In the, in the New Testament, uh, yeah, it was very common that w- people were demon possessed and the manifestation was very visible. Amen. Christ would have to, <laughs> would have to take, take charge. He would identify that evil spirit specifically, identify and cast it out. People would be would be afraid, and and many people would would come to the Lord by seeing these awesome works. Amen. We don't see that so much today. People just going going crazy and and whatnot. And uh, if you want to call it, maybe in Africa and other places, right? Different voodoo and whatever. But the enemy, he he likes to keep people in deception. Amen. So more more so, what do we see as an angel of light? But this, at the same token, doesn't he uh, manifest through different ways? And I'm going to give you an example of one through the television. Amen. Can he go through uh, the cable? Can he filtrate, filtrate through cables, through televisions, uh, to the television screen, to somebody's living room? I remember that uh, I want to give an example of something that the Lord had to convict me about and set me free from. Um, yeah, I grew up in a very Christian home. My parents are here. And forget... You know, this kind of like uh, horror movies or terror movies, that kind of stuff, like at Halloween time. Forget that. That ain't happening. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because I needed to, I walk out my own salvation of fear and trembling, and I need, I have an, a responsibility that me and my house will serve the Lord and to protect my own household. Amen. And to constantly um, uh, create and promote um, that atmosphere of, of, his, of his presence. And in, anything that's contrary to that, out in the name of Jesus. Amen? We weren't allowed to watch any of that stuff. And I remember that some Christian Christian friends in high school, they weren't from NCF, don't worry. <laughs> Hallelujah. Invited me over uh, to a birthday party, and they had one of those horror movies where the, the demons and all that stuff, like, stupid. And I'm there, like, I got, I checked the, the, the pillow. <laughs> I'm all freaked out, and they're all, ha, 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 cackling and making fun of because they had gotten soft to that stuff, right? They were used to grow. They grew up watching all that stuff, any of that stuff. And obviously, the fear of the Lord was inside me. That's why I had that uneasiness. That's why I was uncomfortable. I was afraid and freaked out. But I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to confess that, unfortunately, uh, my heart softened, if we want to say that, of, of those things. And then I wasn't afraid I would watch that stuff and and... And, and I would, but I would, but there was always that fear factor, all right, that show fear factor, right? There was always that fear factor there in the, in the Holy Spirit. Hey, you feel fearful? Well, well, you should, because you know that stuff doesn't honor me. You know that stuff doesn't honor the Lord. You know you shouldn't be watching that stuff. 
You know that's an excuse that you've been giving. And so I had to come, I had to repent of that. Amen. Watching that stuff, inviting the enemy into my life. We have to teach a lot of stuff down there in Zacatecas. Like the stuff on the day of the dead is just diabolic. Totally. They think that they can go bring the little present, little cake to the, to the, 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 uh, little tomb in the cemetery and have contact with their, uh, you know, a deceased, uh, family member. Uh, hello, that's diabolic. And so we encourage people do not participate in that stuff. And that's exactly what, what the, the Lord is saying here, you know. And he says that, you know, don't participate, but rebuke. Obviously, you know, that, and those are stuff we just, we can't be involved in. We should not be involved in. Amen. And we know that he can deceive many, uh, just as he can appear as an angel of light. He can, he can, uh, uh, totally, um, deceive people that he's the deceased uncle, right? The appearance, the voice, the whole thing. He can do that. We know that ghosts aren't real. Hello? Um, it's appointed one day a man to die. Hebrews 9.27, then the judgment. Amen? It's up or down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen? Either your prayer prepared by the blood of the Lamb or you're not. And we know that we cannot pray for people who have already passed away. That's also against God's law. Amen? There's no pl- such place as purgatory. Amen? Hallelujah. Gloria a Dios. We can pray for those who are alive and we can give a word for the living. Amen. Hallelujah. This is kind of stuff you're like, oh, that's basic, Pastor Ben. Um, not for the people I work with. They've never heard this stuff and they've let, they believe these lies, these unbiblical uh, traditions that they practice and they need to be set free. And how they're going to be set free in, in, until they cancel all this, all these curses in their lives and they stop participating. Amen. Then the enemy won't be able to come like a flood anymore. Hallelujah. So, hallelujah. What about living in sin? Well, the word is also very clear about that. In Romans 13, I'm just going to read what it says. You're doing something you shouldn't do. You're um, uh, involved in illegal illegal activities. Um, Driving over the speed limit. (laughs) I used to have that problem too. (laughs) Praise the Lord, that's a past life. (laughs) <laughs> Hallelujah, good ideas. I learned my lesson, right? Romans 13, those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. And he says, for rules are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Fijense? Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? He continues, do what is good and you will have praise from the same. Amen? But if you do evil, be afraid. <laughs> For he is God's minister and avenger to execute wrath on him who practice evil. That's it. Um, you don't want the electricity to be turned off? Pay your electric bill. You want to be able to renew your registration, not get pulled over because the sticker is expired? Um, do it. At least here in Oklahoma, you don't have to pay the inspection. In Texas, we have to do that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Good radios. Um, have your driver's license. That might be good. Current. Amen. Glory to Dios, Okay, so the next thing is um, is point two. Don't get desperate and go out of His will. And I also want you guys to go with me one more scripture in Genesis twelve. Genesis twelve ten. So we already left it clear. There's no no fear if we're in His will. Or in his presence, we have that extra protection. We have that blessed assurance. Amen. 
And it may, may things may be tough, like, like Pastor Cornell said, we may be going through a trial, a hard time, but we have that blessed assurance. We have that confidence. Amen. We have that empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. We have that extra help if we're in obedience, if we're in his will. And if you're not, get right with God. Let, let the Holy Spirit do his work in you daily. Bring out conviction and let him about your way, yourself before him daily. If you're, uh, um, in any sinful, Lourdes lifestyle or uh, situation. Amen. Get right with God and you're going to feel better, basically. In other words, in simple words, right? Next one, don't get desperate and go out of his will because things are uh, different or un- uncomfortable or, or causing you to be nervous. Whatever it is, if you know you're in God's will, stay there. Amen. Don't go out and don't go ahead of God's time. And we're going to see an example of that in Genesis 12. 1210. Now there was a famine in the land and Abram, Abram went down to Egypt to dwell there for the famine was severe in the land. Okay. We don't see anything in that scripture that says that God said for him to go to Egypt. Amen. Now others like Joseph, uh, Jesus' father, uh, the instruction was very clear. Go now. <laughs> Get out of town now. <laughs> Move it <laughs> now. Not this case. I thought that God had told Abram to go to the promised land. Didn't he? And God, of course, I mean, of course, Abraham gave us that great example of conquering his fear and going to a land unknown, except except the land that God had promised. We always see that in Father Abraham, the patriarch. But here we see an uncomfortable situation. A uh, situation maybe that he hadn't dealt with up to that point. That there was a famine. And so him, instead of getting on his knee, because we know he was a man of God. That God, that saw God, built altars, amen. And would seek after God and he had contact with God, amen. Instead of we seeing him do that, which is what we should all do. We'd all have been like Abraham in a situation, a similar situation as this, Amen. Instead of him calling out to God, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Lord, would you open the windows of heaven and pour out some rain here? Por favor. <laughs> Gloria a Dios. No. We say that it came to pass when he was close to entering Egypt. And then we hear the story. Pick up the story. That he said to Sarah, his, Sarah Sarai, his wife, Indeed, I know that you're a woman of beautiful countenance. Therefore, it will happen when the Egyptians see you that they will say this is his wife and they will kill me, but they will let you live. Please say you are my sister, that it may be well with me for your sake and that I may live because of you. So it was when Abram came into Egypt that the Egyptians saw the woman, that she was very beautiful. The princess of Pharaoh also saw her and committed her to Pharaoh. And the woman was taken to Pharaoh's house. He treated Abram well for her sake. He had sheep, oxen, male donkeys, fell, and female servants, female donkeys and camels. But the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. And, and Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this you have done to me? Why did you not tell them that she was your sister? Why did you say she is my sister? I might have taken her as my wife. Now therefore, here is your wife. Take her and go your way. So Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away with his wife and all that he had. In other words, Abram exposed himself to the wiles of the enemy, to the cacks of the enemy. He Open himself up to this uncomfortable um, situation he could have avoided by not going to Egypt. 
You understand what I'm trying to say? He wouldn't have had to deal with all this, all this fear of, of Pharaoh and uh, taking his and have to kind of be halfway dishonest, even though remember Sarai was his half sister, um, to have to do all this, create a lie, because God doesn't work through lies; He works through truth and integrity. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He wouldn't have invented invented this crazy concocted story <laughs> just to be able to make it through and survive. But you know what? Our God is so merciful. Amen. His mercies are new every morning for us that love him and seek him and, and want to be in his presence. Amen. He was merciful to Abram. And of course, he, he didn't allow Pharaoh to touch her. He didn't allow Pharaoh to do Abram harm or something worse to befall them. Amen. I, I don't know how many of you have been in a situation like that. I know I've placed myself in situations like this before. Because of disobedience. Because of me going ahead of God's timing. Praise the Lord. He is merciful. Amen. Like, oh Lord, I get it. I thought that I was doing the right thing. Important thing here. But you you never gave me the permission to go forward with this. I found myself in the situation. Why? Because you put me there? No, because I put myself. I exposed myself to the situation. <laughs> And you know, it's funny because he didn't learn his lesson because later on he did the same thing with a leader of the Philistines named Abimelech. And this guy had some contact with God because God showed up to him in a vision and said, you are a dead man because of this man's wife. (laughs) Hey, 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 no, Lord, I haven't touched this lady. (laughs) I know you haven't. I know you're innocent, but just know, beware. And it's, you know, he thought, you thought he had learned the, the lesson last time. Isaac also did not learn the, the lesson. He did the exact same thing with Rebecca. Amen. Don't try to fix things on your own terms because you will invite that, that fear, that terror that we're talking about. You will invite that into your life. It'll be nerve wracking. It'll be frustrating. Uh, it'll be painful. Amen. And we can avoid that process by waiting on the Lord and then we'll renew our strength. Amen. You young people, don't ever conform your convictions. Romans 12, 2 is all over that. You know, don't not be conformed to the pattern of this world and all that. Don't ever conform your convictions just to be popular and, and, and be cool with the people. Never, 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 never let down your guard or conform your convictions just to be popular. Amen? Remember that we chose the, wor- the way that's not popular. Amen. <laughs> we didn't take, we didn't uh, choose the wide, the wide and broad path. Amen. That everyone follows like puppets. Amen. Like robots <laughs> leading to the path of destruction, the easy way, right? I know the woods myself, uh, um, the, the Kiros and, um, uh, Sonora. I know we work with a lot of youth that we're encouraging to not take that path. Amen. That easy, uh, we're working with a lot of youth that we're encouraging to, um, get an education. Amen. Don't fall into the, tem- the, the lure, the temptation of going to the cartel and, and the easy money. Amen? Because we know you know that eventually you will pay. You might get some easy money right now, but uh, probably not too far, uh, much longer. No, we're encouraging these youth to take a different, uh, a different step, an alternative option. Amen? The one the world does not op- op- offer, only Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. And his yoke is easy. His burden is light. Let's go with that one. Amen. Amen. 
Even though it's not popular, even though there's going to, it might be bullying and they may be making fun of you or whatever for taking that, that step, that bold step to lift up the name of Jesus and not conform your convictions, it will be worth it. Amen? Last one, the fear of the unknown. We are going through something like this ourselves right now. Um, we're going through a major transition. I don't know if Pastor Cornell's already told the church this, but I, but now I'm at liberty to share it. I'm at liberty to share it now because it's something that has, has been, um, has gone through. Um, we've been praying about a transition of that the Lord placed in our hearts for, um, many years now. Ever since we took our leap, leap of faith, um, launching out into the unknown, speaking of, of which, uh, in full, uh, full time, as full time missionaries in, uh, 2013, the church prayed over us. Many of you were here for that and that 2013 missions conference. Amen. We've always known that they would eventually come back. My children would come back for, uh, when to finish high school and receive their diploma in the States. This is something we've always known that would eventually happen. They started school last Tuesday in Del Rio, Texas. Amen. And now every break, my family will rejoin me back on the mission field. I will continue to be there. Is this an easy transition for us? No. Amen. Was it an easy transition for the church in Jerez? No. But you know what? Everyone is on all board. When God, when God is in something, doesn't he confirm it? A multitude of counselors. I've been in prayer and in consultation with Pastor CJ, Pastor Kevin Cole of, of GFI in New York, and many others uh, for years now. Brother Steve's known about it, Pastor Cornell, Brother Ken Hall. And praise the Lord, the Lord has confirmed and ordered our steps, which are uh, the steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Amen. Not easy. I, You know, I was, I'm the one that was more nervous about it than my family. The Lord had to deal with me. Amen. And that's why I really, the Lord, the whole, the Holy Spirit confirmed me, go ahead and go with this message. Cause like a lot of people right now, possibly about to lose their jobs because of the vaccine mandates of so much uncertainty for people right now. And I know the same thing that the Lord we've been going through. A lot of you are going through in your personal lives in your careers and everything. Amen. But the most important thing is for you to seek his will and to know what it is. And if you're there, that's the perfect place to pee. That's the only place to be. Amen. Let it be the spirit. Definitely don't let it be the world to be the one to dictate what you have to do. Let it be the Holy Spirit to confirm in your heart. Absolutely, there will be no question that that is the direction. That is what you have to do. Amen. People might criticize you and might come against you, but we know that that's just part of the life. And if the Christian, the Christian life, yeah, that's we are we we are, we signed up for that for the beginning. Amen. Amen. <laughs> We never, we didn't sign up for the world or definitely the devil to be in agreement with, with what we're going to be doing. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, um, I think, uh, judges spells that out as well with when Gideon, you know, he was, uh, he was, they had that, the, um, you know, there was a numerous enemy, one of those many, many stories in the Bible, you know, there were just so many, it was just impossible. You know, we, how the story goes that start out with 30,000, then it goes down to uh, 10,000, then to 600, now to 300, and the whole story, right? Because the battle is the Lord's, he wanted to be the glory, get the glory, and, and the whole process to confirm and reassure Gideon that they would, re, they would win the battle, amen? But even with that, I love this part because I, I can identify with this. 
He tells, he tells Gideon the, the following, hallelujah, in Judges 7, 9 to 10. Because he knows us, and we should always be honest with God. He tells him the following, It happened on the same night that the Lord said to him, Arise, go down against the camp, for I have delivered it into your hand. But if you are afraid to go down, go down to the camp with Pura, your servant, and you shall hear what they say, and afterwards your hands shall be strengthened to go down against the camp. In other words, I know you're afraid. <laughs> If we can be honest with ourselves, we should be honest with God, right? He's like, I know even after all these different confirmations, you're still concerned about tomorrow. You're still, still, uh, still worried about it. What will he do? He will give us a word, a prophetic word. He will speak to us to, to assure us that he's with us, that the victory is with us in the Lord. And then he'll even give another confirmation. In this case, he said, here's Pura, right? And it sounds like to me like fear of the furious, right? To me, <laughs> he's like, he'll, he, he's going to go with you. Don't worry. If you're afraid, here's so-and-so. Here's your, here's your companion. You're not going to be alone. I'm with you, but here's, here's Fura, the servant, to confirm that I'm with you. Amen? Woo! We don't have to be fear dismayed. He is with us. Amen? He will never leave us or forsake us. You know, it's always that first step, right? And we were talking about as far as getting out of the boat, and somebody had to do it with all the all, the, all those that raging sea, those 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 uh, those waves, the wind, and all that. Isn't that not, uh, uh, the way it is always? It's the the hardest step is the first step. <laughs> Riding a bike, <laughs> amen. That first time, right? And then after that, you get it, right? Uh, jumping in the water the first time, uh, diving the first time. That's a that's a difficult one, right? I can't imagine flying, like flying, flying. One thing is like flying, like as a passenger flying, but actually being the pilot flying. (laughs) Learning to drive for a lot of people is a big one too, right? First child, all the anticipation of my my good good father or good mother. (laughs) There's so many mixed emotions and feelings, right? And then the day that'll never come for me is um, the day you have to give your first child in marriage. I'm just kidding. We know it can come, right? What did Jehoshaphat do the same thing? He was, he was, I mean, he was just flat out terrified by that enemy. He prayed. God sent a prophet, said, don't worry, we've got this. The battle is the Lord's. And what did he do? He said, and he got excited, said, let's worship. He encouraged all, all the, all the people of Judah, let's worship. And God has got this. Let's hear what the prophets say. Hear what the word said. Let's just worship. The Lord is going to give us victory tomorrow. Woo! He didn't send out the soldiers first. He sent out the Levites with the trumpets. And they blasted those trumpets. They prayed the Lord confounded the enemy. And the victory was for Jehoshaphat and the armies of Israel. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Dios. Right now, we need to make sure we do that. Get back into worship. Get back in his presence. Amen. Not lose hope at this time that the enemy wants to do that. We need to get back with to, to bold love that casts out fear. I think a lot of us, use, even myself, a lot of us use excuse of the COVID to not be being bold and sharing the gospel with others. Amen? Oh, the mask, or this or that. Oh, come on. The Holy Spirit said, hey, s- stop giving excuses and, and get back and pray in the Spirit for people. Maybe we can't understand each other because of the, the muffled mask. Like all Charlie Brownish, you know, talk on the whole pandemic. But we can at least pray in the spirit and prophesy over people. Amen. The Lord got on to me. He said, hey, stop using that as an excuse, the mask. Amen. 
had to change my attitude too about it. Come on now, man. <laughs> bold love, perfect bold love will cast out all fear. We need to be encouraging each other now more than ever. Others that you know about that are risking losing their job because of the mandates, this and that. If the Lord gives them the, conv- the conviction to not take the vaccine or to take it, let them be led by the Spirit. Amen? Encourage them because the Lord has given that firm conviction to take that stance on that situation. But current, encourage them in the Lord. They need your prayers. They need your love. You need, you need them as well. Amen? We need each other now more than ever. Amen? I don't know how it's going to go for me at first. Um, when I first go back down to Zacatecas and my family's not there and I'm empty house, not empty because the Holy Spirit and his angels are there. Amen. I don't know how it's going to be that first day. And yes, it gives me a lot of, of anticipation. Amen. There's a lot of anxiety. As I said, they'll be back there with me every break. Um, and we will, there won't be a month goes by that we won't see each other. Um, the Lord's working all those details out, and I'm just going to have to uh, trust in Him and live day by day. The just shall live by faith daily. Amen. I know the time will go by quick, and we don't know what the Lord the Lord has. We're not opposed to His will. We want to be in His will. But this guy is the one that had to give it up, guys. I'm the one that had to. I was I was the one that was resistant to it. <laughs> Amen. It wasn't my family. It was me. <laughs> Amen. I was like, no. <laughs> You know, when you when you go into the mission field, you have to go with that uh, willingness to leave everything behind, right? That sacrifice, everything. Leave everything behind. Amen? And that's what my family has done. And I just, I praise the Lord for them, you know. Everything the Lord has done at this point. And just to mention, again, we, you know, the church um, is prospering. Um, there were about 50 people. Um, you may recall that uh, last time I came, we mentioned that we bought the church building next door we had been renting in for years. Um, that is totally remodeled on the first floor. The second floor, the classrooms are almost complete. Amen. Just got to finish the baños. That's going to be an important one. Praise the Lord. Um, the feeding center is, is, is going, has already started. Uh, the first, uh, uh, we had our first feeding center, uh, event, uh, last, uh, um, last month. It's going to be the last Monday, so you can continue in in your prayers. Um, The name of the ministry is um, Comedor Comiendo con Cristo. Um, Comedor CCC. I got it from Pastor CC. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, Obviously, the point is to give them a spiritual uh, um, meal as well. And never miss that part. I just told the team, be flexible. We say 5 o'clock, you know Mexican time. Sure enough, we had like children that were there at that time. We did a prayer with them, but most of the people didn't show up to more like close to seven o'clock. So, I, but I, we know the one thing that really encouraged me, Pastor Cornell, is that the church. At first, I was going to do like a rotation team, you know, because sometimes like, hey, uh, washing dishes, uh, uh, nah, um, cleaning and setting up tables, uh, nah. uh, someone else can do that. There was such a response that I, I didn't even have, I don't, I'm not even gonna have to do the rotation, monthly rotation team. Give it up. Praise the Lord. Woo! That, that's one thing that really encouraged me more than like the around the 50 people that showed up and that we were able to plant the seed with and, and love on them, give them the meal and the spiritual meal. The thing that really blessed me as their pastor was that the people show, the, the team, the church team showed up. I think Professor Cornell can concur with that one. And I just saw you guys, I mean, I, I, it speaks volumes of just what the last event you guys did. And so, um, 
You know, again, I just share this. I really believe that the Lord did encourage me to to share this. I was like, Lord, do I go ahead and mention this? I know Pastor Cornell probably had not shared about our transition yet. But again, my family will be there every break. Um, And the the missions-wise, really, some really neat things are happening. Um, The Lord has blessed us with ministry vehicles as well, as, as most of you know. And we have one actually in every site to cover every mission. Amen. I have one up there in the in the in the, the mountains now, and they go to one that's an, the two and a half hours, and they go to one that's another hour. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, Martin, you do that one, okay, bro? When we go, we'll knock out these other two that are like 30 minutes away from Palmira, but the one that's an hour away, um, can you please take that one? <laughs> we'll visit them once in a while, <laughs> but the three and a half hours, which would be like a seven hour round trip, and then Sunday morning, it's, it's kind of tough. I mean, I have to recognize my own weaknesses as well, limitations. <laughs> There's only so much we can do. <laughs> I can do all things. Yeah, but what? We got to be in his wheel, right? <laughs> Christ who strengthens me, but if I'm not in anyway, um, there's this village that's it's really neat. I have to share this story real quick. Can I think it goes real with the word and the encouragement the Lord's giving today? Called Carisalio, that we had waited on the Lord. Speaking of waiting on the Lord and his timing, it's the closest one to Palmira, but the one that the Holy Spirit had said no. It's the same one that I mentioned you that there was a feud about a certain well that they were going to dig. These people in the next village had said, um, no, it's going to affect ours. And they had the geologists come and no, it's not, et cetera, et cetera. But then there used to actually was a, uh, uh, there was a uh, confrontation. There was uh, shots were fired and it was bad. And so the, the Christians, obviously, of Palmira said, the brothers said, let's just understand that we just got to leave this on hold for now. Because these other people, you know, are obviously going to be violent and we don't, we don't want that. And so, um, I, I also respect, in respect of those brothers I had just met when we started in 2016, because it had just happened and we stood with them. We did a perimeter around the machine and everything and the Lord protected it for a while, but then these guys came in and went crazy and started shooting at the, at the, at the machine and all this kind of stuff. And it's just like, okay, <laughs> we got to let this one go. And the important thing is that they did. They let it go, man. Oh, and they forgave those people, amen, that had shot up the well and all that stuff and that were opposing. And so I knew about this village, but I was like, um, the Holy Spirit just said, wait, and we did. Well, this summer we made our first trip. The Holy Spirit had already said yes to go ahead and go forward with making a visit. Woo! And these people are excited. It's just so exciting to finally be there. The people from Palmira aren't going with us yet. Let the Holy Spirit work on them when they feel the, cause they still, there's still some resentment there as far as those people. <laughs> but I'm like, as long as you are, y'all are okay with us going, it's all good, right? And so we're and gathering people at the court and, uh, people are coming to Christ. Um, I think they're gonna start bringing their Bibles. I'm like, I'll give you a lollipop if you bring your Bible. <laughs> people are not used to that kind of spiritual discipline down there. So it's, and it's really cool because right next to the actual uh, cathedral right there in, in the town. And it's just, it's just amazing. So it's amazing what the Lord's doing. Amen. Another one nearby Jerez, a guy, um, uh, was really in need of just some, some, some friendship and uh, about an hour, 45 minutes south of Jerez, a town called Wehukar. And um, he's been out of fellowship and um, having uh, struggled in his marriage and just needed some brotherly love. So we met up with him, loved on him, and he got so excited. He came. He said his family lives up here in Oklahoma, somewhere in Oklahoma City. He said, here's my commitment. I'm going to go and bring my car back. <laughs> I'm going to go get, go up to Oklahoma City and get my car. I'm going to bring it back, and then I'm going to drive uh, people, not just myself. I'm going to take people to church. 
And so that was just this two, two weeks ago today. And he did. He did that. He fulfilled his word. Amen. And so I'm like, Lord, thank you for this team I have. Cause now I have a, I have established team. Just like I said from the beginning, second Timothy two, two, you know, if, uh, make disciples and teach others who will teach others. Amen. And so that's been our, our goal and our mission from the beginning to make disciples, to make others to train, train and teach and empower and send out. Amen. And so now we have that, guys. We have that. You stood with us all this way, pray with us, bleed with us, bled with us all the way. And here we are now seeing all this come to fruition. Amen. And greater things are yet to come. Amen. Greater things are yet to come. Well, his Lord is a, his word is a lamp into our, our feet, right? A light into my path. What else can we say with that, right? Let's move forward boldly. Amen. This morning, are you one of those ones that are bound to fear? You're like, man, brother, forget that. I wouldn't do any of that stuff you're doing. That. Well, it's not for everybody, amen? The, the Christian walk isn't a walk in the park, people, amen? In the mission field, <laughs> much less, hallelujah. But do you find yourself this morning realizing that you're bound to, to, to fear, amen? And you, you want to be set free this morning? We were praying for you this morning in the, the prayer intercessory group. It was great. Those of you who could go to that, that's, whew, it's some good stuff. God, God, God definitely solidified what he wanted to say this morning. Right, Paula? Woo! Hallelujah. Go to Dios. And she was declaring, and I declare for you this morning, that there's people that, that are coming in that are in bondage to fear. Amen. You need to be set free this morning. You can come forward and you can be set free. He who is, the son sets free, is set free. Indeed, there's no question about it, because that perfect love is definitely going to cast down all fear. He's not going to share his glory with fear, amen, or or temples of the Holy Spirit. So we're just going to stand up this morning, hallelujah. Pastor Cornell, thank you for this opportunity. Brother Steve, Brother Ken, elders, thank you for this opportunity to share this morning. The Lord, I already already spoke it through Pastor, uh, Pastor C.C. He's confirming it this morning. It's time to be bold. Amen. Are you exposing yourself to the wiles of the enemy by participating in works of darkness? And you know, you're continuing sinful habits and you're like, I know why I'm nervous. I'm not, I, I get, I get why I feel uneasiness because I continue participating. You can be set free from that too this morning. Just run to the light. Amen. Run to the light, leave the darkness because you want to be able to eventually go back to the darkness and make a change. And shine your light and dissipate all darkness. Penetrate, dissipate all darkness. You understand that you're the light of the world. And you're done participating in darkness. I realized the day that I was done watching those horror movies. I realized the day I was done uh, speeding over the speeding limit. Uh, things that bring fear and bring condemnation, bring consequences. Maybe that's you this morning to start out with. Amen? He's that he, he worked that in me. He can work that in you. Amen. He wants to perfect us in those, those areas of our life. We know that they don't honor the Lord and we need to come into, unto submission and obedience so that that perfection could be manifested. Allow Him to do that this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Perfect love casts off fear when we're in obedience and disobedience. You know that you feel uneasy. You feel uncomfortable. You can be set free from that by some, by your submission this morning to God. Amen. By your repentance this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to Dios. Maybe there's one of those people right now. You're like, you know what? I'm allowing my kids to watch too much of that stuff. 
uh, allowing them to do too much of the video games. They're all, all it is is bring in violence. I recognize that it brings in, uh, it doesn't bring in harmony. It doesn't bring in peace to the household. I recognize that I have a responsibility as the father, as the protector of the household to not allow anything in, in to creep in, not even the smallest, smallest crack for the enemy to come in and, and do his destructive work. Take a stand today. Be firm today in Jesus name. And, and cast him out and say, no more, no more in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Be aggressive in putting on, on those, those, uh, all those pieces of the armor of God so that you will be able to stand against that enemy and the evil day. Only, only then will you be able to stand if you stand with God. Stand with God. Stand with the Lord. Partner with God. Come in agreement with what he said about these different issues in Jesus name. So you can be set free from that fear and you can cast all that out and bring in another atmosphere, an invitating atmosphere to the Holy Spirit, another, another level of, of, of the presence of God in your life that you know that you've been missing out on in Jesus name. And are you ser- just sincerely just, um, bound to a certain, uh, um, uh, level of fear? You can be set free from that in Jesus' name. Maybe you, maybe you heard one of the phobias in the morning. You're like, you know what? That really, that really terrifies me, these things. Terrifies me, for example, to go on a plane or it terrifies me to uh, go on a mission trip. Maybe it's time for you to be set free in Jesus' name. Because you know it's sinful that you continue to, to be bound by those things. And the enemy wants to have his way with you. He doesn't want you to, uh, uh, to go forward. He doesn't want you to be able to experience what God has for you in Jesus' name and the fullness and the fullness of Christ. Today you need me to set free and don't, don't leave this place. We prayed for this morning. We prayed for you that you would come, you would leave change this morning. You would leave transformed this morning in Jesus' name. So don't let the enemy deceive you. Say, ah, they pray for you. You're going to go and be the same person. Come forward. Let the, let the prayer intercessors stand with you this morning. Amen. Come forward and be set free in Jesus' name. People had to, to be set free to be healed. They had to be bold. They had to go to Christ. He came to them, but he also wanted them to do their part. You, they received their healing because they were bold and courageous, and they didn't let anything stop them. And they went to him. Go to him this morning. Run to him this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to Dios. Father, we just thank you, Father, for that, Father, that invitation you're giving us this morning to be set free from fear, Father. Mm. Hallelujah. Perfect love cast out fear. As I just pray, I just encourage you to come forward if you're one of those individuals. In Jesus' name. No one's going to judge you. We want to stand in love on you and pray with you. Father, we just, we just thank you, Father God, for what your spirit is saying this morning. It's confirming. <laughs> oh, Lord God. Woo! You are good, Father. God, we just give our fears to you, Father. All worry, all anxiety. Lord God, we are not going to do that anymore, Father. We, we, we refuse to operate in fear anymore, Father. No more. No mas in Jesus' name, Lord. We will not be fearful of, of going out at night. We will not be fear of, of, of flying. We will not be fearful of going on a mission trip. Whatever it is, Father God, that is holding us back anymore in Jesus' name. And we will also not allow the enemy to creep in and do his way by us, by us continuing to participate in the works of darkness. Father, we rebuke, we, we, we repent and rebuke all those things. Sinful activities, Father God, we recognize right now the Holy Spirit gives us that in uneasiness. We know this, we're operating in the flesh when we do those things. So Father, we just, we repent. We confess those sins. You are faithful and just to forgive us of all those uh, sins and unrighteousness, Father. 
We declare our children set free. We declare an, an, a new atmosphere, a cleaning, a total, total cleansing, Father God, new wine, and glory to new. That's Father in Jesus' name, Father. Hallelujah, Father. Yes, yes, Father God. We declare holiness. We declare righteousness in our lives in Jesus' name, Father. We repent wholeheartedly, Father God, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Father. We want to honor you. We want to honor you, honor our good, good Father, Father. Hallelujah. The prayer intercessors want to come forward. Hallelujah. Which we just agree with this morning.